Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and in this segment, we are going to be discussing the upcoming transit of Saturn in Aquarius in the sidereal system of astrology. Of course, before we get started, I want to remind you all that I do use the Vedic sidereal system of astrology, which is different than the Western tropical system of astrology. The sidereal system of astrology is the astronomical placement of the planets at any given moment in time, meaning the literal placement of the planets at any given moment in time. If you would like to learn more about the difference between Western tropical astrology and Vedic sidereal astrology, you can go to my website innerknowing.yoga. Click on media and then astrology now. I have a podcast embedded there that shares a bit about the difference between these two systems. In addition to that, if you would like to see your birth chart, go to my website, go to offerings and then chart to calculate your birth chart and see where the planets were placed astronomically at the moment of your birth. Okay, <laughs> but so for today, we are going to be focusing primarily on Saturn and Saturn retrograde, which is going to be so important for us on an individual level and for the world at large. I'll touch on a few other things. And I will catch you up on other main transits in the May horoscope, which will come out next week, I think is the plan. Um, but I want to be honest with you guys, I got back from this trip, and it was spectacular. I went to New Mexico with Levi and we went with our dog. Well, Levi's dog, who's also now my dog. Um, and as you all know, it was Hanuman Jayati, which is a full moon in Chitra, Nakshatra. And we got to witness this full moon in the middle of the desert and it was such a spectacular experience for me we got to see so many constellations clearly because we drove through marfa texas and if you aren't familiar with west texas we pride ourselves on some of the darkest skies so there's very little light pollution and so we were in marfa before going to uh, new mexico before continuing our journey and we got to see these stars outside and it was just uh, such a magical and sweet experience and then to top it off I was so thrilled to meet one of you I have someone who I've been working with for a long time I have so much respect and reverence for this person uh, they really value confidentiality and so I'm not going to name any names or anything like that but I got to meet one of you recently in, in New Mexico and that was just such a valuable experience for me getting to connect with other seekers and people who are interested in astrology spiritualist it's it's really what makes life rich and rewarding that being said if you're ever in Austin if I'm ever in your city and if you want to hang out that's like a priority for me it brings me so much joy and so I just wanted to share with you guys because the trip was so rewarding and and special and even special for reasons beyond that of course um, or including other things as well I should say but those were some of the best highlights of the trip so getting into what we're talking about today we are going to be talking about Saturn and the movement of Saturn and so if you are unfamiliar with Saturn, Saturn is the planet of discipline, structure, commitment. Saturn is known as a cruel planet and a cold planet because Saturn restricts 
and delays and makes us work really hard for things. We see Saturn as the great malefic. While we see Jupiter as the great benefic, Jupiter gives and gives and gives without any concern. It's this planet that wants to bestow gifts and blessings. Saturn will give you benefit, but it's after a lot of work and a lot of sacrifice. So Saturn, I like Saturn. I think that there is a lot of benefit to the planet of Saturn, but he makes us wait. He makes us work and he doesn't let us get away with anything. Saturn is the planet of karma. Karma is action and reaction. For every action that we take in this life, there is an equal and opposite response. And so anything that we get caught doing in this life, (laughs) rather we think someone is watching or not, Saturn kind of holds our feet to the fire, which ultimately benefits us, right? It's like we hear that we're like, no, I don't want to face the consequences of my action. However, the way that the universe works, everything that we do, again, just with the rules of karma put simply, Everything that we're doing is being recorded and we carry that karma with us, rather it be good or bad. And so Saturn helps us actually diminish negative karma by helping us learn lessons and take ownership of the consequences of our actions. So even though Saturn can make us experience some unfun things, we are in the process alleviating ourselves of karma overall. So again, Saturn can be seen as cruel and cold, but without Saturn, we would never have the opportunity to grow past our limitations and to learn these lessons that we're intended to learn in these lifetimes. So that's a little bit about Saturn. Saturn is a slow moving planet as well as a social moving planet. Saturn transit signs once every two and a half years. And whatever Saturn is doing will give us insight and information into climate, culture, society, economics, government, finances. Saturn is incredibly important when we are looking at global events. So whatever Saturn is doing is super important. For the last couple of years, beginning in January of 2020, this is when Saturn entered Capricorn. Capricorn is the sign of government, of finances, of currency, of economics. Saturn entered Capricorn. We witnessed COVID just a few months after that, and we saw massive shifts and massive changes all around the world. And as I was mentioning, Saturn reveals the cracks in things. It could be the cracks in relationship. It could be the cracks in connection with parents. It could be how we manage our finances. For us on a global level, Saturn in Capricorn was revealing issues in our structure that have not been working. And this could be social structure, This could be financial structure. This could be power structure. All of these things came to the surface between 2020 and now. So this has been very significant. And think back in your own life, what has been happening since 2020? What have the highlights been? What has the focus been? Of course, on my Patreon account, patreon.com slash astrologynowpodcast, I do weekly horoscopes for each of the 12 zodiac signs so I can kind of help walk you all through what's going on for each of the signs. Um, So a lot of you listening may know what has been being influenced for each of the 
uh, 12 signs for the last two years. If you're not sure, again, go to my website and calculate your birth chart wherever you see the number 10. That's the house that Saturn has been transiting in. So for all of us on an individual level, it's affected us in a certain area of life. But globally, it's affecting all of these areas involving Capricorn. Okay, structures, government, finances, currency, cryptocurrency has become incredibly more prominent during this time as well. Of course, we saw massive shifts in structure of power, people who are prominent. I'm thinking of the Jeffrey Epstein, Glenn Maxwell. We've, you know, we've seen with our leaders that things are, are shifting and changing for sure. And then, of course, from the social perspective as well, from a social justice standpoint, there's been so much brought to light in terms of injustices and inequality in our society as well. So now we are preparing on April 28th, <laughs> while I'm recording this in the evening, Saturn is moving into Aquarius. And I want to say this right off the bat, Saturn will not stay in Aquarius long right now. Saturn will enter Aquarius on April 28th. It will stay there until July 12th. And then on July 12th, Saturn will retrograde back into Capricorn. And Saturn will be retrograde from June 4th until October 22nd. Okay, but we'll we'll do a full podcast on retrograde. But for now, what you can focus on, Saturn will be in Aquarius from April 28th until July 12th. And then in January of 2023, Saturn will come back into Aquarius where, where it will stay for a couple of years. And so we'll get to experience a little bit of what it will be like to have Saturn in Aquarius. And so for all of us on an individual level, this is going to impact us very differently. Depending on our own personal horoscope, Saturn entering Aquarius, where our awareness has been directed for the last two years, all of this karmic influence, this desire to work, this desire to be disciplined, it's going to be directed into a different area of life. And I will be sure to make a full podcast on how this will influence each of the 12 signs when we get closer to January, when Saturn will be here longer. Um, but I'll talk about it on Patreon, of course. I'll talk about it briefly. For the globe, while Saturn is in Aquarius, this again, this is going to show us kind of what we have to look forward to. And so Aquarius is the sign of humanity. It's a sign of healing. There is the Nakshatra Shadabisha, which is the hundred healers. It has so much to do with medical advancements, healing, helping. The sign of Aquarius is ruled by Saturn. Saturn loves to be in the sign of Aquarius. It's Mula Tracone here. It feels free to operate. And Aquarius is also the sign that has so much to do with revolution, with change. It's very forward thinking and futuristic. Rahu is said to be the secondary ruler of Aquarius, which gives it that futuristic, innovative essence. Aquarius does not like to be confined to boxes. Anything that it's presented with, it asks questions and it wants to explore beyond the lines that it's given. It's a very, very, again, innovative, futuristic, even rebellious <laughs> kind of sign. And so when Saturn enters Aquarius, I really do believe there are going to be massive strides taken to 
change what the future is going to look like. And I think that when it comes to leadership and influence, that that is going to change as well. I think that we are going to be looking at leaders in a different way. And so recently, Elon Musk bought Twitter. And a lot of people have varying thoughts on this. Some people think that it's great. Some people think that's horrible. I'm completely neutral. I'm like never on Twitter. I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty objective when it comes to this. All I'm saying is that someone who has bought a platform um, that's so massively known in this person not being like a mainstream quote unquote leader, like this is the type of thing that I'm talking about. There's going to be many strides to where power and influence and leadership may not be taking a traditional role. People are probably going to be wanting something else. Again, it's like the innovative, futuristic, revolutionary type of energy. And speaking of revolutionary, I think that there will be revolutionary acts. I think that there will be rebellious acts as well. Especially because Rahu is also an Aries, which is kind of amplifying that independent, you know, energy that kind of thinks for itself. So we will certainly see a lot of this. And I don't think that we'll quite see it in this small portion. I think that we'll really see all of these things transpire in 2023. Because this is when Saturn will enter Shadabisha. So let's talk about nakshatras briefly. So if you're not familiar, in sidereal astrology, we have the sign. And then within the signs, we have nakshatras which divide signs into even more specific segments of the sky. And these nakshatras give very different results. And so in Aquarius, there is a nakshatra called Chattabisha, as I was mentioning earlier, and it has to do with healing. And so I think in 2023, when Saturn moves through Chattabisha, we'll see more strides for connection, for humanitarian efforts to build bridges, to connect, to ultimately heal, maybe even innovation with healing. But before we get to that, we're working with Saturn in Danishta Nakshatra. And again, for all of the rest of 2022, Saturn will be in Danishta. And this Nakshatra is known as the wealthiest one, and it's ruled by Mars. So Saturn is a slow moving planet. It's a cold planet. It takes things slow. Mars is a fast planet, it's a hot planet, it is more impulsive. So this energy can be quite push-pull. And so with Saturn in Danishta, we are much more likely to see conflict. And we are much more likely to see explosive events, um, unpredictable events, again, especially while Rahu is also in Aries. And so ultimately, Saturn and Danishta, it's just much more turbulent. So I want you all to have that on your radar. And so that's more on a global level. And in our own personal lives, if you have planets in the late degrees of Danishta in Capricorn or in the early degrees of Danishta in Aquarius, this is definitely more of a challenging period for you because Saturn will be retrograding over those natal degree points and it can bring up turbulence. It can certainly bring up difficulties. So it's definitely a time to be mindful and to really take good care of yourself. And regardless of who you are with Saturn in Danishta. Danishta has this connection to rhythm and to timing. And especially as we move through eclipse season, 
fated events may be happening, fated encounters may be happening. You may be meeting people where it feels like destiny. You may be coming into contact with people that you're supposed to meet, you know, from past lives or someone you have some sort of karmic entanglement with. And you could also just find that your timing is really good. <laughs> Denisha tends to put us at the right place at the right time. It's also a wonderful time to really focus on our own independence and to utilize this concept of knowledge being power. This is also a wonderful time to focus on the service of other people. Saturn is the planet of service. And as I mentioned, Anishta has so much focus on like wealth and finances and things can kind of blow up in our face when we're so focused on what we can build and acquire for ourselves alone. You know, that can kind of warp our perception and it can warp our motivation. And so it's a wonderful time to focus more on how we can serve and uplift the collective, how we can help other people. So it is a powerful time to consider these things as well. So for Saturn retrograde, because this is the fun part, right? In all of our lives, Saturn is going to move into Aquarius. We're going to feel a shift. Things are going to start changing. And then Saturn will retrograde for us and the world. When Saturn retrogrades, it's going to make us reassess, reevaluate, maybe even redo areas of our life that we're focusing on now and maybe that's been a highlight for the past two years so when we started talking on this podcast I said look back at the last two years 2020 what's been a theme for you what have you been focusing on when Saturn shifts into Aquarius we may find that our awareness is brought into a different direction when Saturn retrogrades and moves back into Capricorn um, in July we may find that issues that we thought were resolved or reconciled or completed, they come back up. Issues come back up to the surface for us to evaluate. Like I was saying, Saturn reveals cracks. And Saturn wants to give us the opportunity to go back and ensure completion of this previous cycle. So it can get a little bumpy it can be a little challenging because it can be frustrating when we think that something is completed and then it kind of comes back up again. So it's just something to keep an eye on. And so just as an example for Cancer Ascendant, right? Saturn is moving out of the seventh house. It's moving into the eighth. It will move back into the seventh. This could bring up issues related to relationship, commitment, intimacy. It could also be a business partner, someone who you work with. If you are a Libra ascendant or Libra moon, Saturn has been in the fourth house about the mother, real estate, property, land, maybe even homeland. Saturn will move into your fifth house and then retrograde back into the fourth and may bring up issues again around property, real estate, th things with the mother that you need to reconcile, homeland, maybe even inner world, inner heart space type of things. So it is certainly important to pay attention to. Again, if you have moon in Danishta, you are in Sadi Sati, first of all, and Saturn moving back and forth over the moon like this, it can be kind of difficult. And even if you have any planets, if you have any planets in Danishta in the final degrees or early degrees, it can definitely trigger certain events. And remember that idea that this is a learning experience. It doesn't mean that events don't suck or that they're unfortunate 
And also remember to keep an open learner's mind (laughs) during this period of time because it is an opportunity to grow past your current limitations. So that is Saturn in Aquarius. Again, on my Patreon account, I'll be sure to fill you all in on how Saturn will influence each of the 12 signs. And I will be sure to create a public podcast for you all in December of 2022 to prepare you all for the next couple of years when Saturn moves into Aquarius. I just don't see the need to do it now because Saturn will be retrograding anyway. I thought talking about Saturn retrograde in general would be the most helpful. So that is what we can anticipate at the global level. Saturn will move into Aquarius. As I said, there may be this kind of shift and focus on humanitarian efforts and healing and connection. Again, I I believe that we'll see much more of that come 2023. But for now, we'll see the shift in terms of um, wanting to come together, we may see a change in leadership, we may see a change in who we view as influential and powerful and we'll see strides being taken to change this kind of changing the status quo changing the systems you know this concept of revolution and change is very aquarius that's what we can anticipate when saturn retrogrades to move back into capricorn this is when we will really see changes and pressure on world leaders government structures economy okay this is kind of a challenging little place to be in that that period where Saturn is retrograding, particularly when it moves back into Capricorn, we will certainly see stresses on governments around the world, on power around the world, and leaders. There is a period in the summer where the sun is in Cancer. This is going to be around July, August. The sun is in Cancer. Saturn is in Capricorn. They are opposing one another and they are in the midpoint between Rahu and Ketu. Big events occur. Simultaneously, we will also have the conjunction of Rahu, Uranus, and Mars. Sudden events, aggressive events, potentially even explosive events, and so much around leadership and influence. Okay. Saturn and Capricorn has so much to do with the government and leadership, the sun and cancer. I mean, the sun is our leaders and CEOs and bosses and things of that nature. The sun will be being aspected by Mars, Saturn. It will also be receiving aspects from Jupiter, which is helpful. But anyway, all I'm trying to say is that this summer, we can definitely anticipate turbulence, difficulty, stress. So it's something to watch globally. In our own personal life, we want to be mindful as well. On the positive note, there is a lot of energy and there is a lot of opportunity for growth and for expansion and for even potentially harnessing our own leadership skills. And as I mentioned, there is this emphasis on independence. Um, Now is the time, again, to really not waste our own time, not waste our time letting other people think for us or make decisions for us. Now is the time to do our own research, to utilize the concept knowledge is power, to read, to study, to grow, to practice something that enhances and enriches your life. It's a wonderful time for that independence and for focus on the self. 
Something that is interesting, though, and that I want to remind you all of. Rahu is in Aries and Ketu is in Libra. There is an emphasis on the self and an emphasis on the individual. And also, we know who we are because of the reflection that others give us in an ego sense, right? We know if we're attractive. We know if we're smart. We know if we're kind. People reflect these things back to us. Their reflection illuminates self-awareness within ourselves. To go deeper than that, when we talk to our teachers, when we're in the presence of enlightened beings, they can notice our limitations. They can notice our patterns. It could even be with a therapist or a counselor. They help us see our blind spots. And by them reflecting to us, it helps us grow and evolve. So in the process of becoming a fortified individual, we also rely on the reflection of others. So who we are is never really separate from the people outside right? And so we also need to be cognizant of how our actions influence others. We need to take the reflection of others and use it as an opportunity to learn. Sometimes people will say something to us and we'll automatically get defensive. I'm not that way. You know, like that's not me. That can't be me. Now's the time to slow down and allow for that reflection because it could be something that will unlock the next level of our growth. It may not be comfortable. It may not be easy. But again, when someone shares a reflection, it's always really important to take into account. So it's a time of independence. It's a time to fortify the self, to feel strong in the self, to allow yourself to take up space and to expand and to really solidify your opinions, what you think, how you feel, how you want to share, how you want to be, how people want to remember you, how you want people to feel in your presence. And it's also always an imperative time to remember to allow space for other people to remember that every single person we encounter can be our greatest teacher and that we should honor and respect and offer reverence for them always as well focusing on the self and fortifying the self and taking up space does not automatically equate to selfishness and (laughs) stomping on other people and you know throwing the words of others out the window that's not it they they operate interchangeably humility lends to strength and strength also lends to humility they play off of one another I just went off on a tangent but I hope that it was helpful I hope that you learned something new about Saturn and the transit of Saturn again for your own personal reflection look back since January 2020 focus on your biggest lessons on where your attention has been going, what the themes have been, and just notice if come July, if little remnants of that kind of pop up for you to work with again. And again, that will be from July until December, where those little remnants may be popping up. And for the world at large, you and I already discussed things to watch out for. So again, I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you learned something new. My Instagram is astrologynow underscore podcast. My website is innerknowing.yoga. And my Patreon account is patreon.com slash astrologynowpodcast. And I think that that's all. Thank you so much for listening to Astrology Now. I'm Christine Rodriguez, and I will talk to you all very soon.